When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful week. It's a, another mild day here in the greater New York City area. Matter of fact, I am in the New York right now as we speak, and it's uh, very pleasant. So after being a, a summer of just hot, hot weather here, we are actually having a really nice day. It's a great day to be outside. We hope everything is going well. If you're new to success, welcome. Uh, we want to make sure that we take care of you here. Feel free to send us any messages or any feedback that you may have that we can help in your business and personal life, and we'll make sure to have someone get back to you. Feel free to reach out to us here at Sustainable Success here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. You can also reach me direct at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. And, uh, you know, today, if you're new to also our this uh, channel, you could also find us on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and knowledge and helping you to not only scale your business to the next level, but also you personally. We're all about life and business as one here. Today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together uh, alumni from around the world uh, where you can engage at a higher level from a place of transparency and authenticity. This is a great way to connect with people that you went to school with or perhaps you didn't never knew before, but they went to your school in ways to form new relationships that are genuine, authentic, perhaps leading to your next job opportunity and perhaps a future business venture. This uh, particular platform takes out all the noise of social media like Facebook and LinkedIn. So there's no solicitations and notifications. This is a way that, again, you can build authentic relationships direct and have an opportunity to create communities around content that really matters to the group you belong in. Uh, we're going to be talking about, and again, you can find them at uh, alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So today we're going to be talking about gathering more clients in four hours a week. So I'll say that again, gathering more clients in four hours a week. Yes, you're going to hear that today. We're going to be talking to someone that I hold in high regard. She has written, this is from her book, The Thriving Solopreneur, Nurture Your Business in Just Four Hours a Week. So you're going to be hearing right from the source today. And we're going to be uh, introducing Janine Bolin here. But before I formally introduce her, I'm going to give you a little background about her. She has always loved figuring out how things work. A scientist from the beginning, she craved to dig into the mysteries of life and understand why things are the way they are. After working in the pharmaceutical industry for 15 years, she dropped out of corporate America to homeschool her four children. She has always had a side business in her life and shares with other solopreneurs and business owners how to manage a well-lived life of children, family, friends, and clients while not suffering from burnout. And I can tell you right now, job burnout is the number one issue in the workforce right now, especially with corporations. Her four-hour-a-week system keeps new clients coming in while you manage the clients you already have. Janine is the author of nine books and produces four 
podcast programs. I happen to be on a few myself, and they are dynamic. And she'll be sharing that with you a little later. And again, uh, the, the latest of which is called The Thriving Solopreneur. And without further ado, we welcome Janine Boland to the show. Janine, how are you doing today? Hey, coming to you from a mile high here in Colorado. No, I'm not in Denver. We're higher than Denver. <laughs> but we're going to we're going to really keep the fingers crossed that the Wi-Fi is stable today. I think we'll be fine, but you yeah, should great be good. Hey. Yep. Like I said, I'm not normally I'm in my studio, but today I am in downtown New York City here at a function and hey, that's the beauty about, you know, radio these days. You can just be about anywhere. You don't have to be in always in your studio. And, you know, again, it's all about the content, right? It's as long as it's compelling, that's all that really matters. So Janine, you know, you have written so many books and you've really, you know, lived this created. Well, in this first place, you created this life of, you know, you know, how to really, really be effective in four hours a week. And you wrote in your book, the thriving solopreneur and nurture your business in just four hours a week, how to go about doing this and to avoid, job or not. Before we start getting into some of that, what led you to come up with this concept and what kind of led you down that path? If you could share a backstory to that, that would be wonderful for the listeners here and those listening later. Well, I've been quite a serial entrepreneur since about age 10 when I started my first business and I sold earthworms to bait shops in Southern Missouri. Yes, I was one of those kids. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to start off that this is a disease I have. I like to create businesses for very specific uh, ventures, build them up and sell them. And I have done that most of my life. So one of the things that kind of was shocking was I found myself in a situation that I needed to find a way to support my family. And I had to run a business that I stuck with for 20 years. And I had never been that way. I'd always built them up on the side and did what I need to do and sell them off to somebody who wanted them. So that was that's one thing that was very big on that. And so I had a situation happen in 2015 where a 30-year marriage kind of went south. And I found myself with my four children and I had just recently moved to Colorado and I was like, I've got to make it go. And so here we are. Well, what ended up happening is I built an online university and did a lot of course creation back when people were saying, what do you mean Zoom and how do I use it? So that was the level that we were at. And so what I ended up doing was created 15 different online courses because I love to teach. I had a lot of uh, experiences I knew would help other people. And we had 2020 and it came in like a firestorm. And it was my students, my 441 students from my online courses who were saying, Janine, I've lost my job. My partner's lost their job. I have COVID. I've got to start a side hack. And so literally, I was like basically teaching them all my systems as fast as I could. The one that really helped people get out quickly from panic was the four-hour week system. And so that's when they said, can't you just make a book? Can't you just do this? And I was like, sure. All right. I'll publish a book, here you go, but it's real stripped down. It's like 100 pages, you can read it in uh, an hour and a half. Don't expect it to be this you know, business book that's 300 pages. That's not how I do things these days. So that's what started this all. Wow, that's fabulous. I, we always like to have a backstory just because it just kind of sets the stage of you as a person and the value that you bring in terms of the content that you're going to be sharing today. You know, here at Sustainable Success, we have people here that, you know, are at different stages in their lives, their businesses. 
yet they're always looking to grow and find new sustainable ways to do things in a better way. It's not about being the best. It's about how can you show up to be your best? You know, things that we advocate here at Sustainable Success. Talk about a little bit about, you know, why that, you know, that we don't have to always be working, being busy, that we can be really effective in, you know, certain time periods to really still, you know, offer value and grow our businesses. Well, I think it comes down to when I started really kicking off this type of business in 2015, I realized that there was a lifestyle I wanted and I was going to find a way to make that happen for myself because I knew I was emotionally unemployable. I did not want to work in corporate America the way I had been because I could see what how I had gotten into the golden handcuffs with the pharmaceutical industry. I had fabulous benefits and all this other stuff, but I also saw it as a trap for myself. And so I knew I wanted to stay homeschooling my children until they got into college and then I would reevaluate, right? That's one of the things I love about being a business owner is you always set these goals for yourself. You're going to do this for this amount of time and then you will reevaluate, right? You'll figure it out. You'll see what, where you are. And then I just realized, you know what? I really do enjoy being able to serve a greater community and be there for my kids. And it's very important. I encourage this in a lot of my boot camps that I run. You have got to make sure that you're taking that two-week vacation. When was the last time you went on a business retreat? So for those of you that are business owners and you're really putting the nose to the grindstone on a particular type of product launch or a business launch or book launch, fine. You know, we all work crazy hours as we're getting ready for some sort of a launch. But have you already scheduled that two weeks where you can sit back and kind of rest and just enjoy the fact that you accomplish something major. What I find is business owners don't rest, they move on to the next project because there's almost like a a frantic nature that's been set up, a frenzy in their system. So if you're not one of those type of business owners, fabulous. Give yourself a pat on the back, high five. But when I am coaching new people to business, I'm always saying, when are you going to take your two weeks off? When are you going to have your business retreats and schedule it around the times that you want to be a, a mom or a dad or an uncle or, you know, you're going to have to fit it around your family schedule. And that was something that happened to me. So I would get up at 4 a.m. And I would start writing or do whatever the mental work was for the day at 4 a.m. And then I would work until the first child woke up. And then it was all about breakfast and getting people out the door and starting the schooling and all that. And then I would put them to bed at night and then I would work the hours after they were in bed. This is when they were young. The older they got, the more I was able to work and sustain the business in what I like to call now real honest-to-goodness hours as opposed to just fitting the business in where I could. So just like your life is going to change, you want a business that can also be adaptable to what your life needs, what you want to be, what you want to appreciate in your world. I hope that answered back your question. Oh, it did. It did. And if you could go into a little bit more depth, because I mean, you again, you had four kids, you know, all at that time, you know, younger. So they, you know, they were a little bit more dependent upon you, your, your sing, single mom. And you had to really be like laser focused in that time when you were dedicated to your business. Now, that is in itself is a daunting task. You, you're a mom. You got four kids. You know, you, you know, you know, moms are always going to be that, you know, that, that, that that one parent that's going to really, their kids are their priority. And yet you, yet you still found that time to really be laser focused to help talk about the, the intensity or the, the things that, that you had to do 
to get focused in that those in that designated time to build your business. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say that by being a homeschooler, I had it easier than any other parent that has children in school. Because I was a homeschooler, I was required by the state education to only have to do certain things. That if you had, if I had had four children and they were all in four different schools, like happened to me when they were when they moved into their high school years, because I would homeschool until they were in eighth grade, and then we would reevaluate. And they all said, "Love you, mom." So gone, out of here. And, I, <laughs> and, and it was, they were ready. And, and this is the thing, the homeschooling model I used that was used by Thomas Jefferson and a lot of the founding fathers to raise leaders before John Dewey came out and did his educational model. Um, what they would express was at that age, when they're moving into puberty, that's the time where they need to leave the house to get their internships, to have their times when they're actually learning a trade. So it's appropriate that my, that's why at eighth grade level, I was like, okay, what are we going to do? How are you going to move forward? Of the four, I only had one child who said, no, I want to stay homeschooling. But this child got online and found an, a homeschooling chartered school so that, you know, they, they take, take control of their education. So first of all, I just want to say that, that the laser focus came because of the choices I had already made, which were, Got it. all right. And so because of those choices, I had it easier than my counterparts who had to stay in the public school system for whatever needs, for whatever reason. So you can adapt, but what is truly important for you? Um, so the next step became, all right, well, I'm going to find a way to make money doing X, whatever X happened to be. In this case, it was online course creation, which was this eight-legged monster that tech hadn't caught up with what somebody like me wanted. I wanted to be able to work from home, and I wanted to be able to do it without having to answer to anyone but myself. So I was having to cobble together a lot of disparate types of technology, thank heavens, for my uh, automation and um, robotic experience in the pharmaceutical industry because I'm not terrified of tech, but it took a lot of a lot more time than it does now. Now, when I look at what people have to go through to do what I did, I'm like, oh, thank God, it's so much easier. <laughs> However, there's a lot more noise. And that's the thing is rising above that no noise. So the laser focus really comes into what is it that I am trying to accomplish in the next? And in my case, it had to be, I had a plan for the year and then I had a plan for a quarter. Then I had a plan for a month. So it's old school. I mean, there is nothing fancy about what I do. It's old school time management, goal setting that Hiram Smith was the one that was running around talking about this stuff in the 1970s and 80s when he was trying to sell people this Franklin planner. So it was all analog. So I just took the analog systems that I had learned from the pharmaceutical department and I just moved it over into the digital realm. And there was this really cool thing. Now, uh, the people that are my age will understand this, but you know there was that thing that was really cool called Bing, which was what a lot of engineers use as your software. And then if you were into developing software, then you would go with this little thing called Google. It wasn't that big at the time because you had a lot of things like Hotbot, Ask Jeeves, AltaVista, you know, all those other search engines. And when I saw that Google had like a business suite, I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I got into a lot of beta testing that way. So the laser focus is I have a 
situation and I know what I want to do and I know I need to build it, how do we do that? YouTube, you have to remember, wasn't really built out yet the way it is now. So when I first started doing a lot of this, there weren't a lot of people online giving you over-the-shoulder tutorials. Thank God that is so different now because I was able to fix my dryer over 2020 when no one could come to my house because <laughs> <laughs> some, some sweet guy in Kansas was helping me figure out how to work my Kenmore. So thank you, Mike, whoever you are out there. Thank you for that. Shout out. So anyway, that's what we, uh, that's what I recommend when it comes to laser focus. You need to have a plan. If you don't have your plan, you can't work it. And I know that's so old school and people want something different and fast, but dude, I really don't know. I don't know how else you manifest what you want without sitting down and figuring out your year and planning what you're going to do in that year. I don't know how you else. I, I, I agree with you. And I, and I would say that it's safe to say that your early days being a, you know, a, a scientist, you know, you had to have, you know, you had a process, right? It's not like you just, you know, every day just wing these certain things. You, you, you were in the pharmaceutical industry. You had to do certain things. So that, you know, you're, 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 the good news is that you had a process of, you know, making that transition to plan out your life and plan out your business, you know, in and around your family was, you know, that, that, that was instrumental and in, in, in something we advocate here strongly at Sustainable Success because we're all about, you know, planning out your life, planning out your business. You're not going to know everything, but you, you will know the certain things that you do daily or a few days a week in your business, in your life. And then you focus on that and then allow the things that you don't know to come into fruition and connect the dots from there. So uh, anything you want to expand on? Because we have about, uh, we have about uh, less than about a minute and a half to the break. Anything else that you want to add to what we, that you just shared in terms of just to kind of solidify the importance of really planning things out? Um, I actually had so many people give me resistance to just basic goal planning that I created a short free online course about this is how you plan out your year. And you'll see pictures of me sitting at the dining room table with my kids, how we're building vision boards and we're doing all that stuff. And people tell me it doesn't work. It doesn't work, but yet they're in debt and I'm trying to help them with their debt free status first before we move them on to their side hustle, whatever they're going to move. And I was just like, you keep telling me it doesn't work and it doesn't work for you. Is it because you want to rebel at anything that's old school? Is it because you think I'm a boomer, which I'm not, by the way, but people accuse me of that all the time. And it's like, but, or is it that you really just don't want to move forward? Is this self-sabotage? And so what I'd like to do is just really focus on if you have a, a vision in your head and you are not able to bring it into some format in the three-dimensional world. And a lot of my tech kids very much want to say, well, I just want to put it up on my, uh, use it as a screensaver or what have you. I'm like, that's fine, yeah. but build it together. But it, at some point, print that sucker off because then if it's, tactile. If you're able yep. to put your fingers on it, it's very important. And it's funny, there's a lot of resistance to that when I am speaking to some of my students, to which I find very humorous. They they discount it as, oh, that's just because you're old school. And it's like, no, yep. there is a physiological effect in your brain at holding a book versus reading something on a digital media. Dishamilia, got it, got it. No, no, so, so true. And I love what you just shared there. And we highly encourage everyone that is listening or just joined in to be taking notes, but just to let everyone know that maybe just joining us here during the uh, live show here today, that this uh, uh, show is being recorded. So there is an edited version that will be available later today. We highly encourage you to go back and listen to what Janine shared here in the first segment. There are some critical golden nuggets here 
that can help you no matter where you are in your business side hustle or even thinking about starting a business, this is some critical information, especially for those that have children and you're a parent. So very, very important. Uh, we're going to be right back. We got to go to break, but we got more to come back from Janine. We're talking about, again, gathering more clients in a four hour a week. So uh, we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the first segment. We we're talking about gathering more clients in four hours a week. We're with Janine Bolin. Again, we highly encourage you uh, to check out Janine's book, The Thriving Entrepreneur Nurture Your Business in Just Four Hours a Week. This is just one of nine books in total that she has out, and she'll be giving you some information later where you can find out more information, how to get in contact with their her online programs, as well as her books and other things that she offers value in. So, Janine, we we had left off. We, we were, you know, talking a little bit about, you know, you know, again, the the planning part of, you know, creating a four hour week to gather more clients. We're going to, you know, in this segment, get into more of the process, the meat, like you said, to discuss how this works. But let's talk about, like, you know, how people have to start thinking in a different way, the importance of thinking and giving yourself time. If you could share that with the audience, I, we feel that would be highly valuable. Well, that's one of the biggest challenging parts, isn't it? I mean, if you're a business owner, having space and time to just think or have a vision for your business is one of the biggest ones. And if you have a family or maybe you're involved, like some of the business owners I've run into, they've got nine people living in their house or, you know, sharing, right? Because of all the craziness of things that have happened. And so here they are in their little bedroom, desperately trying to come up with a plan or what have you. So I just wanted to make sure that when you do your plan, you have your year plan, you have your quarterly plan. And of course, life is always there to just shake it up and things fall to pieces. The thing is, is not to give up totally on the plan. It's to re- make adjustments and constantly renegotiate and 
and figure out where to move next after something really devastatingly happens to your business, such as we go into a world pandemic and you lose, in my case, $28,000 in speaking engagements, boom, 45 days. I found myself going, well, now what are we going to do? Because, <laughs> you know, things still need to happen. So that's why I like to share with people, look, you know, it hasn't been a smooth road for me, but what keeps me on point is the fact that I give myself time to think. So even when we were being told that we needed to stay at home or what have you, I had a particular place that I would always go once a month. I drive there. It takes an hour and a half. And I drive up to this specific location in Wyoming because I'm real close to the Wyoming border. And I don't know, there's something about crossing that state line. It's like my brain clears. So I don't know what that's going to look like for you, especially if you have young children and all that kind of stuff. But I do know that I would get a babysitter and I would have them sit with the kids and I would drive across a state line. I seem to always be real near a state line. But anyway, drive across the state line, find a place there, uh, whether it was a public library or whatever, and I would give myself four hours. And that was my business retreat. So it wasn't like I was going to these very exclusive, expensive places. It was just mom needed space to think where there was nobody that could get to her. Now, of course, you know, we have the electronic leash. We have the cell phone that we need to stay in touch with because God forbid something happened to a kid and you're not a present. So there was that kind of stress you had to have as well. But it's very important that once a month, you are giving yourself half a day to evaluate where you are, what's going on with the business, and create the next great thing based on the content that you have floating around between your ears. You have amazing content between your ears, but if you just leave it there, nobody ever gets the benefit of it. And I know you can serve this world in a beautiful way because of what you are trying to do uh, with your life. So that is one of the things I kind of wanted to touch base on is make space to think. And I know that's precious, but that is what a lot of business owners, when they come to me and they say, I'm scattered everywhere and I have no idea what to do and I need you to help me focus. And I'm like, when was the last time you took four hours to just go think somewhere? And they can't even tell me. They've never done it. And I'm like, this is what leaders do, whether they're leaders of countries or Fortune 500 companies or whatever, they make space to think. I love what you just said, like, for, you know, for you, it meant, you know, like crossing a state line, you know, going to a public library. Maybe it was just, you know, a place where like for four hours you can, you know, there was some just peace and quiet. You still had your phone in case if there was an emergency, but yet there was enough, you know, calmness for you to kind of come back in the moment and regroup. Now, for some people, they, when they hear that, they're like, wow, you know, why am I, why haven't I not done that? But, but while it's easy to, you know, we could say, hey, you know, why, you know, you should be doing that or you should look into something similar, but people just don't do it. What gets in the way? Why, if the, you know, a lot of times it could be excuses. It could be like they have too many things on their plate. Why is it imperative, like, you know, that getting back to the planning that we have to plan this, we have to, not only say it, but we have to use discipline to actually do it. It's got to be on our plan. Otherwise, we're going to let life get in the way where other things in our business that may not be productive, but but are busy, but not productive, will get in our way. Right. One of the points I'd like to bring up is it's a problem with self-worth. You are worth the time. 
And that, that is something yeah. that uh, is very challenging, uh, especially I'm going to talk as a female business owner in a very male-dominated situation and, and area uh, when I was in science. Uh, we get a lot of feedback about what our self-worth is based on our job, and it's different for different groups of people. And so I'd like to bring that up because I would, it would be hubris on my part to say that I would understand, Chris, where your self-worth has taken a beating, right? It's hubris on my part because I'm experiencing life in a very different way. And so that's one of the things I want to bring up. Uh, you have to customize how you do this, but you've got to get around those issues of self-worth. This comes up in a variety of ways for a business owner as struggling to figure out what price point to use on various products and services, sitting there looking around at what other people in your industry are offering and suggesting, but you realize you can't do it at their level because of your overhead. So you have to price yourself higher. This causes you to go into panic. How do I, how do, I do this and still make a living, right? So this, these are self-worth issues, and so I highly recommend that you get certain self-help books that work through this because you are worth the time. Your lifestyle is worth the time. The life you are trying to build for yourself, your family, your friends that are around you is worth your time to, to take a moment and figure out what you're going to do next. Yeah, I love that. You know, you have to value your time. That means your self-worth from self-awareness to manage your time more effectively. So you're not allowing the distractions in life and business to, you know, throw you off course. And, and that's so true. I loved what you shared. We hope everyone is taking notes. And again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here on Voice America Influencers Channel and on Facebook uh, at our Sustainable Success 2017 page. Janine, you had mentioned about the four-hour-a-week program and system. You have some more, more of the process to share. If you'd like to share more about that so people have a better understanding how they can adapt that into their day-to-day, whatever that means to them. I'll be happy to because um, this is one of the things about being a college professor. You know, you never really stop teaching ever. <laughs> so I'm very guilty of that. It's like I even have office hours and all this stuff. So, okay, so let's just get to brass tacks because I would like your listeners to actually walk away with really good quality content for them. And that is when you're looking at what you do every week, you have the big ticket items that you have to take care of. So the high level stuff that is bringing in your income. And I know a lot of you already have heard this, but I was in business for 15 years before I understood it. And that is the difference between working on your business and in your business. I was a mental midget or something. I don't know. I never really understood what people were saying. I heard the words, but I didn't understand why they were changing up the preposition. Who knew, right? I didn't know. And so I just want to, just real quick, for those of you who are like me and were too afraid to ask the question, when you're working in your business is when you are prospecting, when you are actually uh, in conversation with somebody on Zoom who might be willing to take on your business model, uh, when you are selling your product or your service, or when you're, in my case, like teaching online, this is working in the business. You're actually serving your client, your customer. What does it mean to be working on your business? That means you are doing things that directly affect the bottom line, such as being able to bring in new people, 
to your sphere of influence. So uh, for me, it's working on my business as being on this podcast and letting people know what I do. So working on their business is different from working in the business. And if that's too basic for you, I apologize. But it was one of those things that as soon as I figured out what that meant, I was like, oh, and I started dividing up my time. So, you know, I just wanted to share that little bit about me. And hopefully it will help you. Okay, so let's talk about the four-hour week system. One hour a week you want to spend in prospecting. Now, what does that mean? For some people, I, I work with a lot of solopreneurs, okay? So a lot of these people have never worked for, they've always worked for someone else. They have never been on their own before. And that was the basic 105 students that I first ran through this system. That was what was going on. So then after you do an hour a week of prospecting, which I know on this particular show you've heard a lot about, what is the second hour a week you need to be doing? Follow-up. I started encouraging people to actually block out time to do nothing but follow-up all the different ways people can communicate with you, which is extensive. And we keep having more additions of ways people can connect with us. So figure out what works best for your company and make sure you start funneling people into just three or four different ways they can reach out to you. Okay, the third one is connection. Spend an hour a week on your social media, taking care of people that are on groups or what have you, and as fast as you can, hire that stuff out. (laughs) Okay, and then the fourth hour, and this is again, it's right there with taking time to think. This is another area that I highly recommend for business owners. It's It's required for me, okay? This is a requirement for me. And that is you need to spend an hour a week training yourself. You're either reading the next business book, you are digging deeper into software you have already purchased that you're digging into it to see if you can do other things with it, or you're on the lookout to hire somebody else to take over a system or a process that you no longer need to be doing. So that's the four-hour work week where you're working on your business. You're prospecting, you're doing follow-up, you're connecting, and you're training yourself. Well, I love that. And when getting back to what you talked about earlier in the last segment about being focused. So like when you're prospecting in that hour, you know, it's like you're laser focused. Like, you know, you could go through, you could maybe reach out to 20 people in that time. doesn't mean you're having conversations with all 20. That may be difficult to do in, in an hour, but nonetheless that you've, you've, you've reached out to 20 people, whether if it's a phone call, somebody on LinkedIn, uh, you know, email, whatever that may mean, you know, how you go about doing that, that can be done. And it's setting those goals in that particular time that when you're doing those particular uh, uh, those uh, actions that you just talked about with your uh, four hour process. What would you recommend? Is there any particular order that you, the order that you gave that, that, that they should follow that way? Or is, is it something they can, they can mix up or? Right. Uh, on that. Well, I, what I'm, I'm going to go back to prospecting just a bit because this seems to be, it's a big topic because sales and marketing, right? Uh, but with prospecting, I started off very simple because I didn't have a VA at the time and I didn't have other teams that were working with me. Um, I was able to set, set a bit of time aside to really sit and focus in on what does that look like for me? So whether you're emailing or whatever you're doing with your prospecting, I had to make it super simple because of the kids. And that was, I was going to talk to two people I didn't know a week. 
So that's kind of how I set up my system. Then I got it built up to where once I got into a, a routine and I had scripts of reaching out to people on LinkedIn, and I know that's a, a bad word because of what's happened on LinkedIn with sales and marketing, but I was actually writing to people and I would look at their uh profile and I would cater each script. So when I see script, there were certain things, yes, I wanted to say, but it was also being very individualized. I wanted warm people. I wanted warm contacts. I didn't want just, you know, I'm throwing this out to a hundred people, right? And so I started off with trying to work my scripts to where people would actually get on calls with me and on Zoom. And then my goal was to talk to somebody I didn't know, to somebody's I didn't know each week, and then make sure I followed up with them. So the system I've been using since 2017, and in 18 months, I tripled my business. Wow. There's something to be said with the focus, like you said. And, and so what would you say, like, you know, you know in this case, with, you know, somebody that's just hearing this for the first time, and they, they're hearing this, is that that you know nothing is going to be perfect with this that it's you know it's it's progress in motion it's a process you just have to trust that process it's just making sure that you find you find the best way to connect with whoever your audience is and then just maximize that within your control would that be safe to say or you like to expand on that i'll i'll be happy to so with this process there are a lot of they're not a lot of, it feels like there's a lot of moving parts, right? But there's so much automation that you can put into this and still uh, be in a very intimate way with this prospect that you have or this person. And one of the things I found was using scripts that I would cut and paste, but at the same time, like I said, adding things to it. So where do you start? Well, the first thing is decide how many people that you don't know um, that you have on LinkedIn. In my case, I had over uh, a thousand people in my contacts or connection list that I had no idea who they were. So I started using filters on people that had already connected with me. And I'd look up how long it had been we'd been connected. And I'd say, hey, are you even in the same uh, job that we met? Or how do we know each other or what have you? And so sometimes I had situations where people were just trying to sell me something. And I, I was like, that's not the way I work. So when you're prospecting, it is relationships that I'm after. And I know that's a big catchphrase right now and everything. But a lot of people are still like, well, how do you do that? Well, you never sell. That's the way you get on prospecting. And just a little tip here. When you have that first phone call with them, do not answer the sucker question. And the sucker question is, oh, so what are you doing now, Janine? I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you're being polite. You know, you've been on the Zoom call for the last 10 minutes. We've been doing nothing but talking to about me. But see, my goal is because I have four very different areas of my uh, company that I work with, I want to see which area of my company to really talk about with them. And I, I can't figure that out just in one phone call. I really don't know what their niche is. And so what I do is I say, oh, I'd love to be able to talk to you about me. And we can do that on the next call if you want. But right now, I just want to find out where you are to see where I can best serve you. And I know you probably yeah. you teach this, Chris. You, you talk about it in your book. Yeah and all that. But it's like, I'm here to just kind of, you know, be a disciple yep. of that and say, yes, this is how you go about doing that. So that is the first thing is really get your, your focus down on what yep. is it that you want to accomplish with prospecting, right? And then yep. follow up and you're connecting on your social media and then training yourself. So when it comes to follow up, we all know that's where the money is and that's where it is for me. But absolutely. Is the Absolutely. Social. Well, yeah. you just shared some great insight 
Janine, and it's so true. You know, the the the, the, the you know the key is in the follow up. That you know the and and if you have a process that that works for you, some it's, it can be trial and error. But the key is being laser focused, like you said. We got more to come from Janine. We're going to be coming right back. We got to go back to break here. Uh, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and uh, we will uh, get back. And Janine's going to be sharing some more critical insights here to get you gathering more clients in four hours a week. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking today about gathering more clients in a four hours a week. Uh, this is some great information that Janine Bowen is sharing. And if you're just joining us, you can de- definitely listen to the show in its entirety here later today here at Voice America Influencers Channel, or you can check us out on uh, Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. Today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. Again, this is a new social media community platform that allows members now to communicate in an authentic and in high engaging way, in this way that takes out all the noise of social media to connect with people you either know or perhaps they're meeting for the first time. And also being a member of the community, there are also other perks that you can take advantage of with affinity programs in terms of insurance and other types of things that you would normally not be able to get on your own. So again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So Janine, we, uh, you had did a great, you just gave a great information about the kind of the meats and potatoes around, you know, creating and sustaining the four-hour-a-week pro, uh, program and how people can adapt that to their situation. Um, let's just, you know, do, let's go back and just kind of like look at, you know, what are some other, you know, ways that you'd like to share that can really solidify, you know, how this can really create a life uh, that people, you know, are looking to, you know, to do for themselves, but they just can't seem to, you know, find that, that, that in, within, inside them. 
one one of the things that I highly recommend people do is when you when you sit there and you break up your work week into those four hours and you are focused on those four hours, you're going to start building a system that makes sense for your brain. And so this is something I like to share that, uh, and it's, it's highly stereotypical, but it's uh, men think like waffles and women think like spaghettis. And because I'm a teacher, this is one of those things. And, and, and if you're a woman that you have a waffle brain and men, you have a spaghetti brain, then I apologize, but it's been my experience for teaching <laughs> over the last 30 years that men are highly structured in their brain they even have a space where they have no thoughts and that as a woman that is amazing to me that you guys can do that and i hats off to you but these waffle brains people have everything very highly structured and so you talk a lot about focus and being able to do that whereas women have spaghetti brains and one of the challenges is with that is that we have a million things going on at any one time and it's important that we are distractible or that we hear a child go "Uh uh-oh or that's not good and that we move quickly because something is happening in that moment that is going to be expensive later. So it just depends on what you are and what you're doing. But I just bring up that fact because when it comes to prospecting and you're doing your follow-up, you need to create systems that are good for you. And once you have those systems in place, hire it out as fast as possible. And it came a point where I realized I couldn't do the prospecting and the follow-up and and making sure I did the interviews and connecting with people on social media. There was a point when I hit about the 2000 mark on my contacts and stuff that I had to do something else and I hired it out. My business doubled within 90 days as soon as I did that. And so I was freaking out, though, because when I hired my very first VA, I said, okay, I just want to let you know that we're test driving this for 30 days because I don't know if I can afford it. (laughs) And the person then said to me, what other systems do you have that I can take on so you can do more prospecting? And that was something that was very helpful. So that's what I encourage you to do is hire out. And I know you've heard that before, but there's also a very real need to make sure that the mortgage is being paid. I get that. And so that's one of the things I like to educate uh, people on is that you get to a point where if you're a little scattered and you're going all places all at once, that may be the time that you need to hire yet another VA. How many people do you have working with you, Christopher? I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny what you said, like, you know, when I, we, we were talking be, during the commercial break, you know, I spent 20 something years in sales and can I sell? Yes, I did it for, that was my, my career prior to being, you know, in what I, why and what I do today. But, you know, knowing that if I spent more time there, I couldn't deliver on the product or service because there wouldn't be time to do that. And so that, you know, you have to sometimes give up some things, sometimes in this case, even if it is a strength. Now, there are things that I'm not good at and never would be, even if I got better at it, but I leveraged out like bookkeeping. I'm not a bookkeeper. I can do it, but but I have somebody who does that for me because if I'm spending more time there, then I'm taking away the value that I'm giving to my clients as an executive coach, as a corporate advisor and so on. So we got to maximize that time, like you said, in, in, in giving that value and using systems, processes, and people to offset your weaknesses. And, and that's one of the things that is very helpful. I 
am not an attention to detail kind of person unless I am dealing with an automated or a robot system. So like analytical biochemistry, I got very detail oriented, but I realized that wasn't my happy place. So the last thing I'm going to do is sit there and have a system or a process. And when I get to a point where I can just turn the crank and I know the, I know what I can expect out of it, that's when I hand it off. And so I never thought I would ever have a business where I had three uh, VAs, all each one working different systems, and them saying to me, what other systems can we take over for you, Janine, to get you back where you need to be? And that's my happy place, which is creating the next course, writing the next book, doing the next program. So that's what I share with you guys today. Uh, I didn't know if there was any area you wanted me to focus on because of who you are, Chris, that you have so much you offer in sales, but what can I do for your people to help them with the next level? I would say that, you know, I think with people is, I think they, they, they get, you know, caught up in trying to do everything. Like, you know, they want to be the cook, the bottle washer, the waiter, the waitress, you know, like yeah, just using that as an analogy. And, we sometimes have to really step aside and delegate and bring in people that could be smarter than us in certain areas, uh, you know, and things. Sometimes we have to invest in these things that are going to help us to do create more value, to bring in more revenue for our businesses. And we have to be able to let go. And, and so if you could focus about that, because I know there are some people that have a hard time letting go of the control they can't control. Right, right. because there is so much we can't control. When we find that there are things we can control, we kind of get a very much like a zealot on that. So I understand that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what we have now, which is almost everybody knows how to use Zoom these days or Skype or whatever your uh, audio file is. What I strongly recommend is that when you're looking at what you're doing, figure out where you're doing the same thing over and over, whether it's the email that you're sending out or there is a system that you are using for capturing new clients, either on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. One of the things you can hire out very quickly is how you handle your social media. So there's that aspect. But what about the people who are connecting with you, who send you, hey, I want to connect with you. There is an automated system that we use. Now, it's not automated because there's a person that's responding to that. But we have scripts in place on how to connect with that person. If you notice, they're reaching out to me, okay? I am not reaching out to them. This is totally different. If you reach out to me, you're going to get a script that says, hey, thank you for reaching out. What about my profile or what did you, where did you find out about me that you want to, you know, connect with me? And then they, there's a series of 10 scripts that happen over a period of a year, Okay, so I'm not hammering away at these people like, you know, every, you know, two days I'm firing off something to them. It's that they notice it over a period of time. And so if they come back onto LinkedIn four months later, there's three messages from me and they're like, whoa, sorry, Janine, because these, these messages are so intimate that they think I'm the one actually typing in them. So that's one of the areas that you can get out of and hire that very quickly and effectively. And that is prospecting, my friends. Wow, that's so true. I love what you just shared, Janine. And I can tell you when, you know, when you have that ability to really let go and trust that, you know, that a source is going to, you know, help you to help you do what you do best. Even in the beginning, if, if, it, if there's a mistake or something doesn't go right, that you can still trust that person can maybe, you know, bounce back and go into it. If it doesn't work out, wait, no, you go somewhere else. But knowing that trying to do it all yourself 
is going to be a recipe for you know stagnation and possibly not staying in business too long. You, you, there's there's a point where you have to give up certain things that are going to allow people to help you grow your business. So like you said before, you're working on your business, not in your business. Well, and the other fun one is now with Zoom, you are able to do over-the-shoulder uh, work. You can share your screen and you can show people, this is how I do this. This is how I do this. And what's wonderful is if you have a VA there, they're like, wow, I never thought to do it that way before. The way I do it is X, Y, Z. And then you have that synergistic ability to bring two very different systems together that maybe will operate better when you have that other person. Because face it, as a business owner, it's lonely. There are times where you're up at 3 a.m. doing something, working on a project going, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? Trust me, every other business owner has been there with you. That doesn't help though when it's 4 a.m. and you're making trying to get a 5 a.m. deadline because you're mountain time and your people are Eastern, right? So I understand where you are on that. So just realize that when you start bringing in more people to help you, you get a little bit stronger sense of what you do need to let go of next. Listen to what they say to you. Listen to what they say as far as yeah. what else can I do to help you? Yeah. I love it. Well, Janine, you have shared so much critical insight here today. Uh, it is such great knowledge and and those that are listening and those that will be listening later, that they're going to be able to apply a lot of the things that you shared about the four-hour uh, process of gathering more clients. I think I can't thank you enough. I want to leave the, you know, the next two minutes because we have about two minutes left in the show. A little bit about what, you know, how people can find out more about you, what you're up to, anything that you'd like to provide to the audience. And then I'd like to thank the audience before we we. Um, close the show out? Well, first of all, I want to highly recommend that you read Christopher's book. When, If you need any more information on why it is important to set goals and to have self-worth and all that, you may need to go big picture first before you hire somebody like me because you need that big picture that Christopher offers with his years and years of experience. And I hope you've been listening to him as he talks to you about how to market your business, how to go after people, which is you don't. And then the other thing, how do you sell to people? You don't. Listen to what Christopher has to say about that because there is no way a Christopher would would have been able to come into my sphere of influence if he had been that kind of individual. But because he's very much a giving personality and is a servant leader, really pay attention to the information that you can get in his sphere of influence first before you start reaching out to other areas like my, my area, because actually the seeds of growth that are going to be planted in what Christopher is able to offer you, then you come along to my area and then we put in the water and we're doing the weeding. We're really harmonizing with that. So that's rule number one. Make sure you really are paying attention to what Christopher Salem has to say because this guy knows he's been there. Now, if you want to reach out to me, and I encourage you to do that on LinkedIn, Go to LinkedIn and look up Janine Bolin. And when you do that, you're going to find that I will, my team will connect with you. And if you want, don't respond back. Just watch how I have these scripts that are playing that are including you into my contact information. And then I have my business page, The Eight Gates, there on LinkedIn. And that's where you can see where I'm doing the podcasting shows. You can find Christopher's shows on there and just look at what I am doing. Learn from all the free stuff. And then if you're interested in hiring Christopher or I, I highly recommend that you reach out when the time is right. 
do not wait on it until you're flustered and you can't have any more space in your life. Make it a very decent um, time, like when you're sitting there with your one hour a month, right? Janine, I can't thank you enough. You are a blessing and you are so giving and you are the definition of a servant leader. Uh, we thank you immensely for being here, sharing your words of wisdom. Audience, we, we, we love you. We love everything that you do. The show wouldn't be what it is today if you weren't here. We're here to serve you. It's all about you. And we bring in guests like Janine that share from the heart, share from experience to provide compelling content that helps you to get to decide what that means to you and helping scaling you and your business to the next level. Till then, we'll see you next Thursday here at the same time, 12 to 1. And if you feel free that you uh, liked what you heard today, reach out to Janine on LinkedIn, get to know her. She is a wonderful person. She's genuine, considerate, and she will be there to answer any questions for you. Till then, we'll see you next week and have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.